0: Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans, by fans.
1: Hey NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns, No Breaks. Right here with my main man, just the two of us. I think that was a song, too, but it is just me and my boy. Just the two of us. That's right. We can make it if we try. Just the yes, two. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> and that, on the other side of that, doing this uh, duet with me is my boy, Mr. Front Row Kenny. How you doing, my man? Kenny?
0: Yo, what's going on? You hit a mega throwback. Obviously before my time, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I definitely hit I definitely do know the song though. I I have bumped that car. I have bumped that song in my car. Especially during the summer windows down, you just vibing. <laughs> yeah, man,
1: that that's a classic. Oh, Tam Tam would have jumped on that too, man. We we'd still be oh, yeah. we'd still be singing it if Tam was on on this on this uh episode. Well, real quick, before we get to your weekend and before we get into uh, some NASCAR talk, Kenny, I want to just let everybody know about my crazy, interesting weekend. Believe it or not, I remember, if I remember correctly, last week when Tam was on, I was mentioning how much I hate, you know, missing some of the the NASCAR races in general, but specifically out at the Auto Club Speedway in Fontana and especially the one out in Vegas. Well, it just so happened that guess who made a random spontaneous drive up to Las Vegas this past weekend on Friday? This guy right over here. Yeah, <laughs> I, en- I ended up in Vegas and it was it was like just a spontaneous thing because like that's what I do. I do spontaneous stuff. And I drove all the way out to Vegas. A buddy of mine that I hadn't seen in a while was performing at a comedy club there, which was at the MGM, Brad Garrett's. And it's probably one of the, if not the best club there in Las Vegas by far is, I mean, I mean, if, just, if I can compare it to all the other ones, it definitely probably has the most professional atmosphere in general of, of, of an actual comedy club, if you will. But anyway, I went out to Vegas and 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 real quick. That's not to you know demean all the other comedy clubs that I perform at because some of the the, the other comedy clubs are probably are are are, ju- are even funner are are more fun than than Brad Garrett and and they all have their own specific thing that I love about about the the club specifically but but my buddy was performing there and I drove out there and and it was so funny Kenny because I I I went and watched the show and I'm sitting in the back and as right before the the lights go down and the show starts there's there's these two tables that they don't know each other But they're they're obviously NASCAR fans because they start talking NASCAR. And I'm listening to this, man. And I want to get on the conversation so bad. (laughs) And one guy's talking about he's a Chase Elliott fan, you know, blah, 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 blah. And the other guys, like, yeah, he goes on, you know, I'm Team Rowdy, brother. You know, I mean, and you know, and they start just kind of going back talking about, you know, the, the 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 other drivers and then the different drivers and the, and then talking about <clears throat> they're talking about the next gen car and how how they like it and blah blah blah. And it was really really an interesting conversation that they were having, and I wanted to get on it so bad, but I really couldn't find a way to to kind of weasel my way in there. And then by the time I did. Did want to try to weasel into the 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 conversation, then the the, the lights went down and the show started. And I was like, Oh man. I was like, I missed my chance. <laughs> I missed my chance to get in on that, 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 that conversation. And they were so damn redneck. I loved it. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I don't, and I don't, and and you know me, like, I don't mean it in a, in a negative way, but it was just so fun to listen to them because it was like, it was like being, it was like being out on the track. You know, it was like being out in the stands, you know, not, not so much Kenny, you know, in, in the pits like we, we normally are, but like, I mean, in the stands, real fans that, that are, that are like discussing it from a fan standpoint. And it, re- and it literally just, I, I remember in my head, Kenny, I was thinking, you know, this is exactly what our podcast is. It's for fans, by fans like, like myself and, and you and, and, and even Tam when she comes on. And, and, and even though we don't have. A redneck type of uh, a- accent going on. <laughs> it just—it's still—it's still good to hear people talk about drive all the way from wherever they were from because they weren't from Vegas, that's for sure. And I can't remember where they said they drove up from, but uh, it was nice just to hear people that they drive up to 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 come watch this this event. And it was just so exciting because there were so many people in Vegas that were there to to watch. To watch the, the race. And, and obviously by, by, by looking at the attendance at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, y- y- you could tell that there was definitely a lot of people that were there to watch the race. But in any case, my point was that I, I, I was able to get up there and I hated leaving. I hated leave because I had to leave. I had to get back su- Sunday evening, but I had to leave at a decent hour because I was almost five hours away from where I'm staying at in this small town of Porterville, California. And for our listeners who don't know, just reminding you that I am, I am out in a small town called Porterville, California, doing a medical contract, working at a small hospital out here, I'm just doing my, doing my radiology technology thing. And, and, you know, the, the little ranch that I'm at, it, it's, it's wonderful. It's quiet. It's nice. There's cows to the left of me. There's cows to the right of me. There's horses all around. There's chickens, coops. There's goats. There's, I mean, it, it, it feels like I'm back in Texas, Kenny. I'm going to be honest with you so it it it's very, very relaxing and, and I love it, but i I wanted to stay in Vegas so I would have liked to have gone to the race for a little bit, but I listened to it on on, on the way home uh, all the way home, and it, it was just it was just fantastic. fantastic. so with that being all said and getting that out of the way, Kenny, how was your weekend, my brother enough about me? <laughs>
0: Nah, it's all good. You know, it's always refreshing to obviously hear what goes on during your weekends. Because usually your weekends are way, way, way crazier <laughs> than mine. It's like, unless like, I go on vacation, I'm going somewhere, like my weekends don't ever, know never amount to like right. the same way. Because you always got a story for something. Too.
1: Yeah, I know, right?
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you got something for it. like everything. I mean, like even that comedy club, like experience in itself was something else, you know, running into an actual NASCAR fan which is always dope. I love running into them every once in a blue moon, but yeah. I'll be honest with you. This weekend was kind of different for me and I know <laughs> I probably haven't even said a thing on social media about this yet uh-huh. or really have, you know, talked about it, but this weekend I didn't work like at all and you guys are like, "Well, how is that possible?" Well, so as of last Tuesday, and I think we are record, yeah, we are recording this on a Tuesday. Y'all should hear mm-hmm. this. I mean, a Monday, but you guys should hear this maybe Tuesday afternoon. But my last day at NASCAR was last Tuesday morning. So that That's was, old man. yeah, so that was the end of that. Um, four and a half years of a journey. Some would might say five, but from 2017 as an intern to, actually moving to Charlotte was, you know, quite a journey in itself. But yeah, that is the big news. And I guess you could almost say that's a bombshell, like a funk flex bombshell, damn near. But, you know, it was something I felt like of course I had to address in this pod because obviously you guys know me for that, being that in that situation. But yeah, you know, that's a different nowadays. That's gonna be a different thing now. So Obviously that does leave me room for, you know, more time to myself for one and you know more time to do this podcast for right now. I will say at least for right now my intent is to continue to do this for the remainder of the season. Now, going into 23, I I won't say yes or no just yet, but um, you know, we'll evaluate things when that time comes in November, but we, we shall see, but I just wanted to let everybody know that. And, you know, obviously this out there that has helped me along this way, I have a like a CBS receipt worth of people to uh, thank. But just wanted to say, obviously, thank you for everybody. that's always you know been supportive and been very helpful through this journey, because without a lot of y'all, this would have never even happened from from the get go. Obviously, Tam is my mentor, if y'all don't know, know that. So, you know, she's been a great part of this. And obviously, um, working with her and Renee on this podcast was a big part of, you know, helping me out. Like there were people during my hiring process initially that heard the podcast and were like, okay, you know, that's great that you're able to be flexible and be able to do this. And that, you know, ultimately was able to help me get started MRN, the Motoration Network for yeah, those that right, might not right, know, right. but yeah, I just had to at least let that off. I feel like I've had this kind of not speech like prepared, but. You know, I've had this thought, like in my head, that you know, this podcast is going to be the one that I was going to end up saying it on. I didn't say it on last <laughs> week for obvious, but yeah, I just had well, to let let everyone know. You well, know? you know what, man, <laughs> by
1: by by all means, you know, use this platform to you know uh, say whatever you know it is on your mind because you know, you know what, and and like we were talking about off, like we we were talking about, you know, before the podcast. You know, it, 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 it never feels good to, you know, lose a job, Kenny, by any means. And I, I think you can ask anybody that, that and they'll agree with that. But, you know, just like the old saying goes, like what we were saying is like, you know, when one door closes, that means there's another one that's going to open. Right. And, you know, there's something there's something better coming your way, sir. So but I certainly although I certainly do appreciate those kind words. And I and I know Tam, when she hears this, she's she's going to say the same thing. But, uh, you know, hang in there, my brother, and just know that not only do me and Tam, but everybody here that listens to all turns no breaks, our fans have your back as well, my brother. So make sure that you believe that—that's for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, nah, absolutely. always, you know, obviously, always appreciate it. I still can't believe that I've been able to do a hundred plus. I don't know what the number is now, but a hundred plus episodes, which you yeah. all, I couldn't have. Imagined, I know, right? Because <laughs> I tell you what, though, and this is funny because then I, I guess I'm going down memory lane to some capacity, but. I remember when Tam messaged me on Twitter or she tagged me on Twitter and asked me that I want to be a guest on the show. And I was just starting out doing my own podcast and I was already, you know, still trying to learn the ropes and still trying to get better at it, obviously. But I don't know what it was about y'all, but for some reason we just clicked automatically (laughs) like it was just snap of the (laughs) fingers. It was it was crazy. You know, it's like I felt like (laughs) I'm not a rapper, obviously, but like I felt like being a rapper who was like great on features Cause when I did your, sh- I did mm-hmm. all turns no breaks first. Then there was also the No to Score podcast. So shout out to another friend of the show, Don DeLorente, got on their podcast. I didn't really know everybody on there either, but you know everything worked out. There was also another Renee on that show as well, which oh, right is uh, crazy. Which is crazy, right? And, you know, she was great, too, to, to oh, work with. I, I obviously, figured she was a girl, though. <laughs> yeah, you know, crazy, right? Just just flip-flopped everything, which is wild. But, you know, obviously, I had a great time doing that when I was, like, in college or just coming fresh out of college. So, you know, it's been a lot. A lot has happened in a short amount of time. And also, I got to give a shout-out to, to Dontre Graves. He is at IndyCar. He's over social now. And, you know, me and him met in a way... Was via Twitter, like it was very uh-huh. random and I still remember telling him, like he was still in school at Jackson State. I was like, dog, you need to apply for this internship. I'm like, dog, you have a big NASCAR background. This is your thing. You have an IndyCar background. Like you've got all the tools. You're a great photographer, still is to this day. And, you know, got the internship. Boom. Then who would have thought a year and a half, a full time job, they come at NASCAR, you know, before he uh, made yeah. his departure, but. Yeah. You know, it's like little moments like that that had kept me going for sure, for sure. And I'm just glad, you know, to be a part of something like that, because to be honest with you, it's always I don't care where I go next. Like it's always bigger than me. And yeah, to yeah, be quite right. frank, I'm always thinking about trying to help somebody out because I've been in that situation before as someone on the outside looking in someone who is in college or someone who is just getting out of college and looking for a job. Because I'm going to be honest and I'm going to say this. Completely candid. And I'm not gonna censor it either, but the shit is hard. Like yeah, it is it, not it, easy. It, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy no matter no matter what degree you got, like it, it is tough out there. Like it is, it is very difficult to, you know, move along, but Right. Yeah. Well, I tell
1: I tell you what. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what else is is, is difficult is, is being Kyle Bush and having to give props to Alex Bowman, who won at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway.
0: <laughs> Yeah, nah, no kidding. I think this is like a perfect seg segue Dude, into the top ten for uh, mean, Las Vegas.
1: I mean, this is this is what I love about Rowdy. I mean, he's he's just straight candid. He doesn't hold back, and you know what? When when, it, when explicative is 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 needed, he'll use it, and when it's not needed, he'll use another one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, nah. But, for so you I ain't mean, lying.
1: you know what? What I'm gonna be honest with you, Kenny. What? What a what a race that was. What the ending was just unbelievable. I mean, Alex Bowman and Kyle Larson going right at it. I mean, you know, I, 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 I you know, t- to be honest, Kyle Busch has every right to be pissed because if I was Kyle, and if and if I was a rowdy fan, I'd be pissed because he he pretty much had that he could have coasted to the checkered flag he he could have coasted to the checkered flag and then here comes you know the caution and uh, you know uh, and alex bowman wins uh, he holds off larson and you know and kyle can't do nothing about it but you know i mean I, you know what what what, what are you going to do i mean I, I i don't know how you call it but i mean it, it's just it's just unfortunate you know what i mean and the, uh, fact, yeah. the fact that, you know, remains to keep saying, you know, like, you know, here's a guy who just, you know, backs up into another win and backs up into like he always does. I mean, does he have a point?
0: I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, hey, look, I mean, sometimes you are fortunate. Like, that's just part of the game. But Kyle is a very, very strong competitor. And obviously, that got the Twitter spirit going because people were going back and forth, for you know, trying to figure out. Well, does he have talent? Like, oh, well, does always win's you know count as luck or you know, whatever it comes to be. But hey, look, you know, Alex Bowman is the right place, right time, and took advantage of it. Cause I mean, you know what? Obviously, I know Kyle has he has had a he had a weekend in Vegas. Like in his hometown. Yeah. He wrecked in practice on Saturday afternoon. That didn't work out so or Saturday morning for their time, but that didn't work out so well for him. Had to start from the rear because I had to go straight to a backup car. Came through the field, and he drove well, and obviously, I think at the end of that race with him and Martin Truex duking it out, we thought it was all going to go down to the last couple laps, but unfortunately, yeah. like you said, Eric Jones has had an issue. He came across the track and you know, tore up the race car, and also Bubba Wallace tried to avoid him. I think the reason why that happened was because the caution came out, so he didn't really have enough time to really slow down, truthfully, and yeah, honestly.
1: he, re- he re- his reaction time to that, it was perfect, uh, I think, really was
0: unfortunate, yeah. Yeah, hey, no, he timed it like like Bubba dived, dived out of that wreck at a perfect time because, well, I mean, honestly, yeah, that I mean. wreck could have yeah. been worse. No, 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 that's all good. That wreck could have been way, 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 way worse. Fortunately, he took evasive action. And this sucks for him, too, because he was training in the top 10 well, that's, after that's having what some I meant struggle points during the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree a thousand percent. And I guess, you know, for some people's case, which I can understand, when we get a, a finish like that, obviously – this product of what we've got in the next gen car so far has been able to produce what a lot of people have wanted, including myself. So on um, that battle between TrueX and Kyle Bush going through traffic was it was getting good. Obviously, and you know it would have been nice to see that one play out naturally, but it didn't, unfortunately. And obviously when we had that late caution there and everyone was, you know, diving down the pit road, got tires, some people went with the two tire strategy some guys went with the four tire strategy and you know Alex Bowman obviously on that last restart he went side by side with the last year's champion Kyle Larson like I mean they went door to door they raced each other hard and guess what the company cars didn't wreck each other so i mean yeah. I think that's a you know i think that's a win in, his, in the book and Jeff Gordon even talked about it in the media center. Yeah, you he know was what? like well I, look I, I, yeah. race him
1: yeah, exactly. I and I totally agree what 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 Jeff Gordon said. I I, I mean, you, you know, when when you when you have a veteran, you know, who's retired like Gordon and, and knows exactly, you know, what that situation is all about and then can kind of explain it, even though I think most people kind of already know that, but it's always nice just to, just, just to hear a veteran, uh, uh, a driver like Gordon kind of explain it a little bit for the casual fan who maybe just doesn't know. Because, because I, I can tell you this, and Kenny, you know this just as much as I do. Sometimes there, there, there's, there's casual fans who don't, they don't really know much about, the sport that maybe just might watch it or whatever. And they may not go, well, you know, well, well, and and let's say that they, they did wreck one another, you know, and they're like, well, why would he wreck his teammate, blah, blah. blah. And, and there's just so many questions, like little small questions that people do ask. And so, you know, that's why I'm glad a guy like Jeff Gordon can kind of explain it, you know, being, you know, like retired and then kind of giving you know, just kind of a an in between kind of a view of it. You know what I mean? Where he doesn't really have like one side or another. He's being kind of like a, a fair opinion about it. So that way, for the for the person who doesn't understand, they can understand what he's what he's saying.
0: Yeah, no, nah, no doubt. You know, this time it wasn't his card technically because he owns the twenty four technically speaking. So this yeah. time it was a forty eight and a five, and you know that was that. But obviously it came down to that at the end and like you said Kyle Busch was not a happy camper he was pretty pissed off i'm not sure if that'll play into his phoenix race i'm not sure if he'll drive a little bit more angry sometimes that works sometimes it doesn't um when you're driving mad but you know it was a <laughs> crazy it was a, just a crazy race like that was just ice on the cake nobody just fought that was the only thing that didn't happen but it was an, it was a crazy ending and well, to that's the what- end of In the day, how it was, it was whatever. But you know, and that's
1: what I was gonna tell you. Like when you were saying how, like you know, just watching, you know, Kyle and 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 Martin Truex going at it, and and you you thought like that was just gonna play out because that was a good battle. You 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 were correct. But when the caution came out, I'm gonna be honest with you. That Alex Bowman Kyle Larson duel at the end was was just as good or even better. So I mean the fans got, you know, you know quite a quite an entertaining end of the race but you know obviously, you know, it, it wasn't entertaining as much for, you know, Kyle Busch and you know, like I said, you know, he has he's got every right to be pissed off and you know, <laughs> I mean it just it's it's just one of those things where you know I mean Alex just seems to be in the right place at the right time and you know what I I, I mean hell I'd like to be I would like to be a guy like that you know
0: what I, mean? I I would I and would too I'm gonna be honest with it's you better, I really it's, would. It's, it's a hell of a
1: lot better than being at the wrong place at the wrong time that's for sure uh,
0: exactly and you know just to that point we'll give you a full rundown of who came in the top 10. Obviously, we've been talking about Alex Bowman a ton. He mm-hmm. came home in first. That notches his seventh career win, which is big for him. Kyle Larson comes home in second. Ross Chastain, who had a hell of a day in Trackhouse wow. yeah. themselves. They were... They've shown pace like very early, and obviously this is only three races into the season that are points paying, but yeah, it's been good on Trackhouse, minus obviously Daniel Suarez, who got caught up in a wreck on lap 92 with Chase Briscoe, there was just nowhere he could have gone, unfortunately. And he was just Mm -hmm. in in someone else's mess. And again, sometimes wrong place, wrong time. And that was Daniel Suarez, who has been running strong. I mean, he almost won an auto club last week. So um, that's a good sign. That's a good sign for the track house camp with Justin Marks and Pitbull. So good deal for them. Kyle Bush, despite his comments to Alex Bowman, he came home fourth. William Byron came home in fifth. Eric Almarola in his sec, in his Second to last race at Las Vegas. I think that's the right way to say that. Either yeah. way, he came home in sixth place. Eighth was Martin Truex Jr. Ninth, the number nine comes in ninth. Who would have guessed it? I can't imagine if that was some crazy Vegas uh, bet. But Chase Elliott comes home <laughs> in ninth. It's uh, to round out the top ten for Joe Gibbs Racing, Christopher Bell. But I got to say, which is another crazy stat about the top ten. Since the third race, now the three races have been completed. This is the first time since i believe 1973 was the last year something like this happened but there have been 25 different drivers that have a top 10 already wow. this year like already so that means 25 people in the points have a top 10 already this season so i think obviously with the next gen car it's going to be a lot of learning like there is still a ton of learning to do and i tell people all the, i tell telling people all the time like look testing is one thing but when you're learning these things in race, actual race condition, there's going to be some things that might not work. There are going to be some things that have broken, like Denny Hamlin had an entire yeah. transmission go, you know, like yeah. things like that are going to happen. Tires have been a, a, somewhat of an issue sometimes. Like, you know, there are going to be a variety of things these teams are going to have to learn. Obviously, the cream will rise to the crop, I mean, rise to the top or however you say that, but. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting, and I'm really happy things have really, you know, kind of panned out well so far for the next gen car. I mean, it's literally what I'm gonna say it candidly. It's what I grew up on as a NASCAR fan. Like, it's literally yeah. a car that's hard to drive. You've obviously seen cars just spin out of nowhere, like like anything can happen, which is good. That's how it should be. It should be the most difficult car in the in the entire ecosystem. Um, of NASCAR right if you're talking about the top three series look the cup series has always been the hardest thing in the world for drivers to drive it should be and that's the great thing about it so far so I'm glad things are really starting to come into drivers hands drivers are able to actually drive to the front and pass somebody for the lead you know yeah. last couple of years unfortunately that hasn't been possible and that's due to what's been you know placed out in the package like that's just what it is and you just have to you know work what you work with and you know, obviously, drivers that did, they did, but yeah, it's, it's great. It's a great sign so far. And I think obviously we've got a decent set of races coming up. The next five races are as followed. You got Phoenix coming up this upcoming weekend. Uh-huh. The Atlanta Motor Speedway, which is reconfigured, that's going to be different. The first road course for, the um, next gen car, the Circuit of Americas, then two short tracks back to back at Richmond and Martinsville. But yeah, it's gonna be a very interesting set of five races, and I'm curious to see who's gonna who's gonna be next. But yeah, yeah, you I, know, I, I, I mean, I, yeah, Renee, it was great at Las Vegas. I don't yeah, know how you feel about it.
1: I, I yeah, I, I I like I said uh, in the beginning, like I loved it. I, I I thought the race was 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 fantastic. I listened to uh, most of it on the radio. Well, actually, I take that back. I listened to all of it on the radio. But what I I guess I meant is I, I was kind of going back and forth. I I listened to the whole the the first round. I missed most of the 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 second one, and then uh, I caught uh, a lot of the the, the last and final uh, final round. But what you gonna call it, it? You know, I, I the one thing that that I, I love about what's already happening. That's already been happening this 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 year, and we are still early in the year, obviously. But you know, just the the look at at not just the winner, Kenny. Uh, it, it's like you look at the top ten, and at exactly what you just mentioned uh a few minutes ago. You know, not since 1973. So yes, we are looking at a, a historic, you know, type of, of of start of the season, and and I I love it. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I I love I love our old veterans that that are that are still driving, but but you, you, you gotta love these, these younger guys and, 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 and seeing some of these drivers that we don't normally, you know, get to hear in the top 10, you know, and we're starting to do that. And uh, I think it's good for, I think it's good for racing and I think it's good for the sport. I think, I, I think it's really good for NASCAR and I really hope that maybe this year can kind of really like somehow, I don't know, propel nascar into getting some 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 newer and 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 uh, some amazing you know fans that that really that really could end up really liking the sport you know for a long time to come
0: yeah no i agree i think when you look at what's been presented i mean this is obviously like a very different car than anything Mm -hmm. that i've seen shoot in my time i've lived through the generation four five six seven car you know where we're at today right so the thing the thing about it is like This car just is a different beast. It's a sequential gearbox. You've got a mirror that you could actually put in your digital dash or, you know, you can see it like through that way. It's just a very different driving car. I mean, it's also kind of pays homage to the old days. The car is difficult. It's got a lot of horsepower, not a lot of downforce, which people have been waiting for, including myself as well. I've wanted it for a long time as well, for sure, but You know, the product is put out is just look, we have a bevy of young drivers and a bevy of like old drivers. And now it's kind of like at an equalized point because this car is so new. Things are have changed, but also the fundamentals that a lot of these drivers have grown up on, especially the younger ones who have driven like sprint cars and, you know, super late models and late models. You know, going back to that same very simple and a weird way, in a simple way, dynamics of racing. You put it back in the driver's hands again, and you just let them do what they do. And nine times out of ten, you're gonna get a much better product. And I think just through three races, that's just very clear. I, mm-hmm. I will be amazed. The two places, if it makes the race better, if it makes the race better at Charlotte, and it makes the race racing better at Texas, then you've done something correct. Like I think you've you fixed Absolutely. something that yeah you know has been kind of broken for a few years. It's just been you know different. So. If you can continue to do that and things continue to get better, because obviously there's still room for improvement and things are still being taught um, to these teams. But yeah, we've got ourselves a pretty good <laughs> car so far. Like I am, I'm satisfied. It makes me feel like a kid again, like watching, you know, this type of racing again. I've s- sound like a broken record, but this no. is literally what I grew up on. Like yeah, that's the exactly. style of racing <laughs> that I expect to see on Sundays and sometimes Saturdays. Like right. that's what I expect to see. But. You know, I think that's all that yeah. I've got to say. I mean, but well, you know, if not anything else, you know what we can do.
1: Yeah, we can go straight into our and let's say it. Uh, let's go into our some of our predictions.
0: It's time for race predictions.
1: Let's go into some predictions at Phoenix. Now, Kenny, I want to know who you got.
0: All right, good old Phoenix Raceway. We are going into the desert. We are. Finishing up the West Coast swing, which is crazy to say that. So it feels like it just ha- it just started, but it is literally getting ready to come to an end. But I think I am going to go with the veterans here in this situation. I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick as my main pick again this week because he has won quite a few races in Phoenix. And maybe he can get himself, get himself some redemption out here. And then I'm also going to go with Kyle Busch, who is obviously not the happiest but hey maybe him driving mad might do do him some diligence there at Phoenix and he might just capture home another win so those are my picks I'm sticking to them what say you
1: well, I'm going also with Kyle Bush, but I'm going with Kyle Bush as my alternative pick. I had already kind of already had it in my mind that Kyle Bush was probably going to be my alternative pick. And I'm actually going to go as my main pick. Believe it or not, I'm actually going to go with Denny Hamlin. I, 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 I'm i also going with veterans. Obviously, I think veterans are going to kind of uh, show up and show out up in Phoenix. And I, I, I kind of wanted to go with Harvick myself because, uh, you know, for the same, for the same reason why you, you said you were going with Harvick, but I, I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin instead. And Kyle Bush is going to be my alternative pick. Those are my picks and I'm sticking with them. What say you fans of all turns no breaks? If you guys have somebody that you want to tell us who's going to win and you have an alternative pick, please send them to us on our social media. Hit us up at turns no breaks. Uh, excuse me. Hit us up on our social media at turn. At turns, let's try that again. Please hit us up on our social media. At turns, no breaks. That's across the board. At turns, no breaks. And let us know who you think is going to win at phoenix and once again like we always say if you guys know somebody that loves nascar just as much as me and kenny does just as much as you do please turn them on to all turns no breaks tell them to listen to our podcast we certainly would appreciate it and we also even appreciate you guys listening in on a regular basis to our podcast and with that being said for kenny and myself be kind to each other have a wonderful week and enjoy phoenix and we'll see you on another episode of all turns and no breaks
0: All right, y'all. Y'all already know the drill. Stay hydrated. (laughs) Thanks so much for tuning in.